this week on the Roommate Podcast. He said when he was younger, or a couple years ago, whatever it was, he didn't know that there was difference in condom sizes. <laughs> I have a funny story too. So he said. He said. He said. He bought the Magnum XLRs. Girl asking why was it so baggy? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I can't believe he had the confidence enough to tell you that story. I was thinking to the grave. <laughs> Everybody, it's Hafiz. Chris is on the show, baby. Yes, 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 guys. And welcome back to another episode. I hope you guys have been enjoying yourself. And I forgot to hit record, so we were just talking for nothing. Literally talking for no reason. <laughs> but we were live and in action. I was good just now. asking, Chris, what was some of your goals for this year? Um, I would say personally, yep. get uh, just get stabled. Um, Ooh, stabilization. Yeah, so just get stabled again, um, you know, and then once I'm stable, start working towards um, things that we've been talking about. Definitely a big go and get that ball rolling. When we get that ball rolling, then we already have 2021 20, way ahead of the game. Um, and also, man, like I've been, what I've been doing is just continue to eat better. So trying to um, eat less fried food. Mm. Um, so I've been seeing some results. Beachbody Chris. Yeah, I, re- I mean, I really, I'm really trying to get down to like 200 pounds. Okay. So if I can get down to 200 pounds. Where you at now? <laughs> nah, I'm, like, I'm 215 right now. Okay, it's not bad. It's not crazy. Yeah. According, according to the BMI, I'm, I'm obese. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, girls still love me. That's <laughs> all that matters. All that matters, baby. It's all that matters, ladies baby. and ladies. They say I'm big boned. Silly. But yeah, nah. So that's basically my my personal goals. Yeah. Um obviously just continue to get better spiritually, things like that. What about yeah. you? Why well, there's something crazy and it's kind of um a little bit unattractive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't have any. I mean it's fine. This year I decided to have no goals. <laughs> just, just live and see what happens. Be okay. Um, and the reason why I feel like I feel like I know your reason why, which I kind of go ahead. Say it. Say it. If you don't, if you are not nowhere near close to your goals, it affects your whole mood, your whole personality, your whole way of thinking. Um, it just bothers you so much that you cannot think about anything else or enjoy rarely any moments. To an extent, it was mainly because I felt like. I've proven everything. Yeah. Like, I really feel like I have nothing more to prove. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've achieved everything in life, besides one thing, <laughs> that I've ever wanted to achieve. And so I realized that I spent my whole 20s. Cause I, didn't, I didn't enjoy being 20 in my early 20s. I didn't like being young. It's kind of a weird thing. No, I'm like I'm, I'm the same way. Like people ask me, like when I turned 26, I was like, I'd much rather be 26 than 22 yeah. any day. Like people ask me, like, would you want, like, what if you had a time machine go back in time? I'd be like, I'd be miserable. <laughs> I have to go back in time and yeah. be 18 again. I'd be miserable. Mm-hmm. I love being the age I am now. So I felt like I hit the gas through all of my 20s, which I'm not mad about because I did a lot. But now it's like, not like saying this is like my, yeah, this is my prime. Next 20 years is my prime. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? From 29 to 49 is my prime. Yeah. So I want to enjoy it. You know what I mean? I want to enjoy the moment. I want to 
you know, smell the roses and, yeah. you know, sip the wine. Sip that know, wine, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And so I want to I wanna enjoy the moment. And so for me, a lot of times when I live my life with all these goals, I, like, fast forward to the destination. Yeah. And this time I just want to enjoy the ride. Got you. So it's not complacency. Yeah. It's just like I know I'm gonna achieve things. Like we have plans and things we're trying to do, but to me, like numbers, stuff like that, I don't have that anymore. Yeah. I want to continue to be as faithful to God as possible, continue to improve and all that good stuff. But at the same time, I have like there's no goal. Yeah. Like this 2020, I want to do this. Nope, don't have that. No, I, yeah. I think uh, I think a lot of people should have that mindset as well. I mean, because goal if goals create you know, those bad, you know, tendencies and characteristics and stuff, like, yeah. you shouldn't do it, you know. Like you said, you shouldn't be complacent. You should yeah. want to get better and improve, you know, every day, yeah. you know. Girls um, love goals, bro. Oh, my God. What are your goals? What, what, you what mean, are you trying to do? What are your short-term so goals? So tell me, like, what are your long-term goals? In the future, like, what is, like, something that you want to say that you've accomplished? Like, so, like, oh, so, so, so you telling me that you just, you just want to do this forever? And know what they also love? What I realize this. They love it when you're busy. Yeah, Have you noticed that? Like, it's like a turn on. Yeah. Like, when you're like, oh, my gosh, you've been so busy. Like, you sound like you had a really busy day. It's not It's not only that. It's because, like, also when you're busy and you're choosing to spend time with them, mm, they feel ah, special. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be great. But, but yeah. yeah, like yeah, you choose to spend time I with them. They, they really they, like that. They love it. Like literally, like every, like especially you know, um, girl, girl of the year last year. Girl I, of the year last year. I had my girl awards last year. <laughs> That's funny. You know, and girl of the year of last year, I remember she would always ask me like, "What did you do today?" So tell me about your day. Tell me about your day. Yeah. And then she would, and I'd be like, uh, I did this. I mean, yeah, yeah, to like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like inflate stories and seem like they were like my day was more jam packed. And she'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like you see her yeah. face like light up. Oh my gosh! I just, you're so busy. But like, do, you're, like, but do you like that in women as well? Like, if they talk about something and they are like trying to set up something, do I like what? Like, <laughs> if they if they say, "Hey, I want to achieve this," you don't think it's attractive? They actually making steps towards achieving achieving that goal, or you think it's like you just it's just not a big deal to you? Goal oriented women. I wouldn't say like goal oriented, but say if like this person, like man, I'm I'm looking for a job, but they only apply to one. Oh, like proactivity? Yeah. I mean, with women, it's like a two-way street. As long as that energy is being put into me also, I'm cool with it. Well, I'm not talking about just being super busy. No, I'm just saying being yeah. proactive. I'm yeah. saying what I've realized, a lot of girls, from my experience... They're more proactive who, in their Like, careers. they're go-getters, but their go-getting affects their personal life so much. Got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where... I don't see guys doing this. Is another interesting before we jump into your subject matter. I thought about this. Oh no, we can keep going, baby. We ain't gotta do. I it. thought about this. Have you noticed that with certain women, they will say, "I'm too busy or I'm focused on this right now yeah. to like meet new people because it's too draining and it's too much." Blah 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 blah. Close the laptop. Yeah. No, I I heard heard that. heard that numerous of times. And then I find it funny that girls say that, but then guys I know who run multi-million dollar companies have multiple girlfriends. Do you think that uh, multiple girlfriends? Do you think that guys are just better with time management? That and, that yeah. one, I believe that to the to my core. Okay. And two, Man, this is a spicy take. No, this is a spicy take. Because then we get people mad. No, I think I I do. Think, I think girls can juggle both. I think I think they, I think it's it's hard. I think it's so much time into juggling both that they feel like it's not necessary because there might be another spicy take. I feel like girls would get more distracted into a guy that they like 
rather than the guy get more distracted than the girl they like. So we're like at the end of the day, we've been doing the podcast for four years. We're mm-hmm. going on four years now. You know, we know that like if a woman's involved, we know the podcast has to be done some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. We'll work around it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Because like it's it's a reason why these women are literally not partaking in, you know, dating and trying to figure, you know, find their significant other or whatever um, for a reason. Like, they literally just, like, they have to stay focused on career, career, career. When I know a guy that's in law school, yeah. that is probably just as busy as a girl that's in law school and nursing school, I hear in these streets. Yeah. Yeah. Know? I just know. And he's doing okay. Yeah. He's doing okay. So it's like the excuse is like, it's like guys are just better. They're better, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I would love to hear it in the comments what the girls are going to say about it. To- I'm curious, too. I'm curious, too. Because I think it could be just a cop-out comment. Because, I mean, shoot, I used the podcast as a cop-out comment before. Talk about the girls? Yeah. Like no, be- I think it's a, it's a cop-out. This is what the girls, some girls are going to say. Some girls are going to say, because I we, we speak women, being on tour, they're so, going to say... The girls who say that are really not that into you. Yeah. I know girls who are into guys, but they will say that. And I've read it many places. Yeah. And what they will say, I used to, I read it. I remember one time, like I said, I like to, if I'm going to talk about something, I want to hear the other person's side. So I spent like a lot of time last year, like reading a lot of girl articles and magazines and books from hearing about women and what they were going through, especially successful ones. And one of the things this girl said was, it's too, one of their things was, if the relationship went sour, it would affect her business. Mm. So a lot of girls were saying that they wanted to make sure that they were in the right headspace for their business so that, therefore, when the business was fully set up and functioning, they can enter a relationship because if the relationship didn't work out, it wouldn't affect their business. But mm-hmm. when they're first starting out, they don't want like a breakup to happen. They're done they, and the business fall apart. Hmm. So to me, going back to the point about uh, it's just Aubrey Marcus. He was open about it. Aubrey Marcus runs a multi-million dollar company called Onnit, and he has multiple girlfriends. I don't know if he still does that now. Yeah. Like to me, like you said, it's and these women are happy. We yeah. met. We met them. I met them. <laughs> we I, met the girl. I personally they seen him kiss one girl, and then said hi to the other girl, hug her, and kiss her too. I was there. I saw it. And both of them smiled. And both of them hugged, and they might have kissed each other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Shout goes out to on. Aubrey in Marcus. Shout out to Aubrey. And I'm watching this documentary with El Chapo, and he has two wives. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And so to me, I, I look at these guys. And I'm and I'm and I'm like the excuse that the guys are not putting into the relationship is not I don't believe that's true. You can't just easy cop out. Oh, the guys are not caring. They're neglecting their wives, and the girls are investing more. No, 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 no. I think there's something serious, a serious conversation about the ability to do both. That like, I'm talking about. You and I both know these rappers, these athletes. They're working crazy hours, but it's still it's quite interesting to me that these guys. Are they have a main a wife and multiple girlfriends and they gotta keep happy on top of their career? Yeah. This girl, no offense to her, has a job making eighty thousand dollars a year and is struggling with meeting new guys. He's freaking running a eight-figure business with a wife and three other mistresses, and he's doing it all. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, yo. Like, yeah, yeah it, it, it baffles me. I think I think it's I don't I don't think that women don't have the ability to do it. Yeah, that was an over exaggeration. Yeah, obviously. Um, so want to cut that up before we lose some more. <laughs> um, I just think I just think the if for some reason I would talk to my sister about it a little bit that women have these um, like they want to be degreed up. They want to be successful. Yes, they want to be yes, leaders in, yes, in the companies. Yes. You know? And, you know, and obviously that comes and stems from a lot of reasons in the past, slavery, the fathers not being there, incarceration, yep, et cetera, yep, et cetera. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but like you said, man, it's it's creating a lot more 
you know, different kind of women out there. Like, I have been on, I've been talking to, like, to some women that they don't see the need in getting married and don't want to have any kids. Because like you said, it affects a lot of things. It affects, you know, them exploring the world. They want to travel, you know, or they want to, you know, they're afraid to deal with, you know, men and being hurt or, you know, they exp- they they don't want to deal with none of that. You know, they want their life, their money, and they want a guy on the side to give them pleasure when she wants it. Yep. Um, and I am... <laughs> <laughs> I have a full resume. <laughs> full resume, willing, and able to... Physically <laughs> and mentally. <laughs> you want spiritual? It's gonna cost more. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true, man. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's an interesting conversation to have to continue. I was talking to this one lady about it. I forgot. I forgot her name. I'm sorry. No, Isabel. I think her name was Isabel. Shout out to Isabel. There's a podcast coming out. I forgot her name. I'm sorry, Isabel. Forgive me. But she has a podcast coming out, and we were talking about it, and I was just telling her. I said, "Yeah, I'm, like I'm saying, you gotta do." Like it's a serious conversation to have. Like you, like these guys have multiple. It's it's not just one. To me, it's like when the girls say these guys are juggling multiple women, and the, and all these girls don't know. Yeah. If if you're juggling multiple women and they all don't know, know what that means? They're all happy. Yeah. They all there's nothing. There's no issues at home. Yeah. So they're all happy. He has five of them, and he has a million dollar company, and he's working ninety hours. I'm like, yo. What is your excuse? Yeah. But what you described reminded me of what Jonathan Haidt talked about, of the coddling of the American mind, that people are so afraid and so sensitive and so, and no offense, weak, that they can't deal with rejection and failure, that they'd rather not try at all. 100%. And I'll be honest with you, it's like not an attractive trait. No, it's not. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, I can I can understand if I know the background, um, but you know as soon as you tell me like you don't want to have kids, it's like you get into a box, like you're done, like you like, huh? Yeah. Like that's like I feel like that's probably one B A C D yeah. is to be a father. Like that's one yeah. thing I can't wait to do. I mean yeah. I can, yeah, but I can't wait. <laughs> so it's like you as soon as you mention that, it's like super red flags popping yeah. up. Um, but like you said, man, I think. Like you said, I think it's a, it's a good cop-out excuse. Like, if you put all that energy in the career that you have and you've been successful and you've been doing it, you know what to do. You know, it's a reason why you're not putting yourself out there. Yeah. You're either just afraid, you've been hurt before, you haven't healed, you're afraid of rejection, you know, you don't trust people, men, whatever. You know, you're busy, it's like BS. You know, especially when women say they're busy, I'm like, fam. Doing what? Watching Netflix? I'm like, fam, I, there's no, what you do after work? Like, you can't tell, uh, you can't tell me, like, I just like, there's no way some girls were more busy than us last year. Please. There's no way. There's just no way that you had no time. You had no time. Your secretary job is so, <laughs> it's so time consuming. <laughs> so time consuming. <laughs> oh my God, stapling papers. I'm so worn out. <laughs> oh my Lord. I'm a, on behalf of the Roommates Podcast, I apologize for anything that may have offended you. These are jokes. <laughs> Not TV, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's late. <laughs> okay, we haven't got much sleep. Oh man! But uh, yeah, no, nah, it's 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 interesting, man. It's yeah. interesting, but like like you said, like, it really depends. I think like, I think people give value to other people because, like I said, I know for a fact that I use cop out. Like I cop out with you know the job with the podcast to certain women mm-hmm. um, as being busy, which is to a certain extent is true. Like yeah. the time I can give you is the time I can give you. I can't give you eight hours of the day. Not happening. You know, if you live in a different state in California, you probably, you may get my number, but as far as about it, yeah, I ain't about to just. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, time. that's what I'm saying. It ain't no like phone call regularly. It's like, I'm just, I'm not going to see you. It's, I'm yeah. not, it's not, I mean, it's not happening. Yeah. Stop coming. I'm not, you're not, you're not in my lane. It's yeah. not. Uh, so, um, 
Unless you unless you're a twin in Miami. Duh. I can't wanna fight tonight. Duh. Waiting for tonight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you will be here in my arms. Day by day night. Oh man. Right. Nah, but I agree, man. That's a good topic though. Yeah. It needs to be talked about. It needs to be discussed. I'm telling you, man. Serious thing, man. Freaky. I don't know, man. They gotta anyways. Yep. All right, fam. Okay. I, you know what I thought would be cool and fun? Yes. Um, so I thought it's always good to go, you know, and look, go to the past and look, you know, see how far you came. Mm-hmm. You've seen the growth. You've seen the, pro- the progression. You've seen a lot of things. And I think something where it has become special to us, I think you probably had it before me, but... The way we dress, the way we present ourselves, especially like with clothes, yes. is um, something that we're more focused on in 2020. Yes, nitty. So I decided, I was like, man, let me go back into my wardrobe that I used to wear um, in school and college and afterwards. <laughs> and I'm just want to really just assess myself and really think that. Are we like, gonna be posting these pictures? Huh? Are we gonna be posting these pictures? No, they gonna show. Them. I'm gonna show this on the laptop, cuz. Uh, I meant like on the video. Uh, yeah. If you do an IG video, I would have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I meant like, like, like while they're watching the YouTube is a picture. I can take the picture from your computer. And you can it. do that. Okay. Or oh, I was gonna. I can show it on. I can literally turn the laptop around. Oh, means on you as long as they can see it. I mean, we about to find out here in a second. So. I don't know if you have any pictures, Fees, but I feel like you was a part of the Ed Hardy era. No. You never wore a hat before? I was high school. I was... Hold on, man. I, my sister taught me how to match. I didn't know your clothes were supposed to match. Wait, 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 wait. Repeat Duh. that again for the people. I did not know your clothes were supposed to match when I was younger. What made you think that your clothes were supposed to mismatch? No, I just didn't know. I'm telling you, when I was a kid, I a lot. First thing, true story. I'm Nigerian American, so all the American rules I did not grow up learning. On top of that, I had no cousins. Okay. On top of that, all my friends were first generation Americans, so we were all very clueless about things. Okay. I remember I was in fifth grade. Good context. <laughs> I was in fifth grade. And we were playing kickball. I'll never forget this day. We were playing kickball, and this one kid, this white kid, freaking, never mind. This one kid, he, he, he was white. He was American. Yep. He comes, and for some reason, he was just calling out everybody's shoes. He was like, Nike, Adidas, <laughs> Reebok, <laughs> Nike. And then I came up. Of course you came up. And he was like, Payless, <laughs> And I was like, <gasps> so embarrassed. Payless. And I remember see, asking my friend, I said, what are Payless? Mm. And they were like, you're, you're those. Yeah, <laughs> for real. And I was like, <clears throat> I was, and I felt so embarrassed. And I kid you not, that day, I told my parents that. This is how my parents are amazing they are. Okay. I told my parents that. I was being made fun of for my Payless shoes. Yep. They took me to the store and they bought me a pair of Reeboks yeah. that very day. Shout out to the parents. I wore them to school. Shout out to the parents, man. They and then it. in sixth grade. Yep. So I went to private school from pre from preschool to fifth grade. So I never had to wear clothes to school. Uniforms. Yeah. We were sorry. You're right. We wear uniforms all the time. Gotcha. I wasn't naked. I'm about to school. say yeah. <laughs> okay. like, what's so, going on? So yeah. So I never had to wear like street clothes to school. I always wore uniforms. So I didn't know, I just didn't know these things. You know style, yeah, I got you. So I remember, true story, so I went from uh, like a multicultural private school in fifth grade in New York City, and then I went to a all-black school in Atlanta in sixth grade. Oh, yeah. Culture shock. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on your ass, for sure. So I remember we were on the way to lunch, and you know these kids when you're younger, they just want to ah, take your soul and Oh, yeah, they don't give a damn. They, they don't give a damn. And so this guy comes up and he's like, this nigga got high waters on in front of everybody. And I was like, 
Huh? I don't even know what high waters is. I'm like, what are high waters? I have to see it now. And they were like, I was like, yo, what? What was going? I said, what's that? And this, my friend took me to the side, and he was like, your pants mm-hmm. are not. Your pants should be touching your shoes. Yes, they should not be showing your socks. You should not see socks. And I was like, really? And literally, like Adam eating the apple, my eyes were open, and I started looking at everybody's pants, and I was like, yo, everyone's pants touching their socks. And you know what I did for the first time that day, Chris? What did you do? You cried. I sagged my pants. You goddamn. Remember, I, I remember loosening my butt, my belt buckle. <laughs> Uh, belt buckle. Sagging my pants. <laughs> I don't think you can see that. It's some bull crap, dog. It's a fail. We're not using pictures. <laughs> and so, like I said, so my life, my life was kind of like that. A lot of these things I just didn't know. So yeah. So what? So once you found out in the sixth grade, you can't. You got to have pants that touch your shoes. General rule, fellas, for mm-hmm. sure. Unless it's a, like a whole style and you showing ankles. And it was funny. That's my style now. Show sure is that boy love that shit. <laughs> so when you so when you got to seventh eighth grade, what did you start wearing? What was the, what was the attire? So it's a weird thing. So I go from an all black school in Atlanta. Yep. To like an all white school in the suburbs, sixth seventh from sixth to seventh grade. Okay. Another culture shock. That's where I can be myself. <laughs> you got to fit it. <laughs> but, uh, and so that's, at that point of life, I didn't really understand. Like, I, me and my friends were nerds and gamers yeah. and stuff like that. So we didn't dress up. Yeah, so you had... So I didn't know anything at all. It wasn't until high school. Got you. That's what my sister was like. You about to enter high school, you know, you want to, you, you got to, your clothes have to match. And that's when I started learning about matching. Got you. Yeah. Mine, <laughs> mine's a little bit different. Uh, I think I had uniforms all the way up into the eighth grade in Childview. And by uniforms, I'm not talking about white shirts, polos, and slacks. I'm talking about like actual like Catholic school uniforms. No, nah, I'm talking about like we had like if you was in the eighth grade, you wore green. Yeah, green polo. Um, like jeans yeah, and shoes. It yeah. wasn't like just everybody wore the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So you could freestyle it with the pants and with the shoes maybe, but you you wearing a green shirt. So it's like yeah. you only so much you can do. Um, you know what's making a comeback that was really big to 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 me in the shoe game growing up in high school? What? The Air Force Ones. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm just saying, fellas, if, it's, it's, if you need an Air Force One, me personally, yeah. I feel like the low tops was big back in the day, yeah. but I feel like the high tops are more interesting now. Mm. So if you go back, I would, and, and Air Force One is an essential shoe. If you need a shoe everyday wear, keep on something on my Air Force One. Big boys. <laughs> if you need something to wear um, every day to church, to freaking brunch, to whatever, you can't go wrong with the Air Force. <laughs> you just can't go wrong with you it. You know what? I thought Air Force Ones were done. No, nah, they, they actually making a comeback. I didn't know people still wore Air Force Ones nowadays, bro. They still making a comeback. Yuck. They're still making a comeback. I mean, it it's all about it how you rock it. That's why yeah. I think the high tops are are better now. Yeah, yeah. Um, than the low tops. Um, so yeah, because like you got like most of these shoes now, if you look at especially like even like the basketball shoes, they are the more popular ones are the higher yeah, top yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got um. Yeah, you got to take that into account. So the Air Force Ones was an essential for me. You had to have two pair, the white ones and the black ones. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend the black ones unless you're trying to rob somebody. <laughs> <laughs> the white ones would get you where you need to go. Yeah. So that was really big for me. Um, and then polo took over the scene for me in high school. Yes, polo in high school. No, it's funny. I also have a funny we, story as well. We need to do year. Because high school for me was middle school for you and yeah. vice versa. So we have similar eras of yeah. style, but it was like year-wise. So this, I felt like polo became big for me. I think it was my sophomore year. I mean, uh, freshman and sophomore year of high school, so 2008, 2009. I knew you were going to say that. That was my se- freshman year of college. Yeah. That's when polo was big for me. Yes, it was polo, <laughs> at that yes. Time. So yes. for sure, for sure. Like, yeah, and- polo was huge at that point. And if it's, it's two kind of polos. 
Not the U.S. assassination. <laughs> Not the U.S. assassination. I didn't know that. I don't know where we. I, it's it, it's two. It's there's a there's a store that was it's Marshalls and it's a store that's Ross clo- Dress for Less. Not Ross. I think it's the one that closed down. I know what you're talking about. Though. It's not closed. It's not closed. Yeah. It's another one that closed down. It's similar to to uh to Marshalls. Free. I can't. I feel like it's on the, on the yeah. tip of my tongue, but I can't remember Tippy right tongue. now. Um. So I went there. And I, I mean, I just saw Polo. <laughs> first day of school. <laughs> you were the first day of school. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I really thought I was fresh. <laughs> I had a white USPA polo shirt. <laughs> I mean, it was white as hell. <laughs> I'm glad you tickled about this right now. So, you know, I mean, super white, and they had black pants on. So, you know, they fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had white Air Forces. <laughs> white Air Forces. So it was, it was, this is before the first period, dog. Mm. My friend TJ brought me into the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) And TJ was our fashion guy because TJ had all the fashion, he had all, he had everything. Yeah, yeah. So he looked at me and said, Big up. How you doing, man? (laughs) I'm doing good, TJ. Good seeing you, baby. You know, I'm ready for the year, yada, yada, yada. And he just, he literally just pointed <laughs> at the logo. <laughs> Why does your guy have two horses? <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, no man should have two horses. <laughs> I was like, no, stop speaking in cold right now. And then he's like, you see my horse? <laughs> That's the horse you want. <laughs> and he was like, dog, like, you cannot wear this no more. <laughs> and then the no hard part is, <laughs> the hard part is I had bought like five of them hoes. <laughs> One of each different Don't you color. deal? So it's like, sheesh, I have to go back and tell my mom, yeah. I cannot wear this anymore. Because if I wear this, I lose my credibility. <laughs> I get made fun of. So that conversation was tough. <laughs> so that was definitely an experience for me. So make sure you wear the correct polo. Yeah. I think the following years, I think Chuck Taylor's came made a comeback. I don't know how about I don't know about you in college, mm-hmm. but Converse made a huge comeback um, for me. But I mean, I wore a lot of baggy pants. Mm-hmm. Um, and like South Pole. Mm, so, uh, yeah, during my high school era, the South Pole, I had a mean South Pole <laughs> outfit, bro. Wait, something even funny? What? So I recently learned my shoe size for the first time. I still don't know mine. It depends okay. on the shoe brand. So I learned my shoe size for the first time. So my whole life, I didn't understand my shoe size. Okay. So my feet are weird because my feet are wider than they are longer. Yes. So what ended up happening, true story, this is what I believe, it may not be true, but my feet started growing a lot in eighth grade. And I bought these shoes, these remember these black and white high top forces. I remember those shoes. <laughs> and my feet were growing, but I would wear those shoes a lot. And those shoes were like size 11. And like my feet grew slanted mm-hmm. a little bit because of those shoes. Yeah. So like... My dad was, like, freaked out about this. He never wanted me to wear, like, tight-fitted shoes ever again in my life. Tell me how at one point in my life I was wearing size 14 shoes. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> you're nowhere near a size 14. What's wrong with your father? Like, there's no so way. I remember one time, and then people would roast me, call me, like, having boats. I remember I was wearing size 14 shoes. Yeah, I had a size 13 shoe in like the eighth grade <laughs> for no reason. I don't know why I, I had it, but then like the girls noticed it, and then that joke, you know, the bigger the feet, the bigger the... So hey, a lot of attention that year for all the wrong reasons. I'm not going to lie to you. I enjoyed the attention. <laughs> so, fellas, <laughs> one size bigger. <laughs> You, you you want to make sure it fits, because <laughs> nobody wants a baggy sock. 
<laughs> Here at the Roommates Podcast, we do encourage safe sex. So if you do, if you do decide to engage, bro, bro, man. please I'm, make listen, listen. sure the contraceptive is fitting. Random story. This is guy. We all know who he is, right? I'm, I don't. <laughs> I'm so upset that I already know who he is. He said when he was younger, or a couple of years ago, whatever it was, he didn't know that there was difference in condom sizes. <laughs> Story too. So he said, he said, he said, he bought the Magnum XLRs. And then he said, oh my God. And when he put it on, the girl asked him, why was it so baggy? He had the confidence of not to tell you that story. I was taking it to the grave. I took it to the grave. Oh, fudge. Free, dog. Oh, man. I remember I was in Tuskegee, Alabama, dog. Shout out to Tuskegee. Oh, my gosh. I was in Tuskegee, Alabama. I don't know how I ended up there, but I was at church. And, you know, it's a Southern Baptist church. So the name of it is. is <laughs> Is Mount Zion? Uh, my, oh my God! It's like, New Birth Hope. It's literally something like that. It's like Mount Zion Saint Baptist EME Baptist Church. It's something crazy like that. And it oh was God. a summit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You know what I mean? Broken AC and all that perfume stuff. You know the usual fans, all that that uh, them mm. oil painting walls, mm. windows, whatever the crap. Straight out to the country. So it was a summer camp, and me and my sister was there. We mm-hmm. was in Tuskegee for like the whole summer, basically. Yeah. Tuskegee, Alabama. And the church was having a program all summer, and it was a sex educational mm-hmm. church. I mean, not uh, not church, but program, at least for that day it was. So we was talking about it, and, and I don't know how old I was. I had probably been 6th, 7th, 8th grade, one of those three, probably 6th, 7th grade. And it was about sex, so my man had a banana. <laughs> Full-grown banana, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he had got a banana. He was pulling out the condom, and I raised my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. My, and then my uh, my sister was like, ask me the question first, yeah. because I don't want I want to make sure it's a good question. I was like, nah, nah fam. Yeah, yeah. I know it's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so this is in front of, like, 40, 50 people. Yeah. You know, it was a girl I liked, too. I thought she was kind of cute. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was like really trying to like, you know, I put myself out there. And my question was, Fees. <laughs> <laughs> my question was, do you wear a condom before or after sex? <laughs> before or after sex and I, I said it with so much confidence dog. Like, it was a legitimate question and my sister's like you so damn stupid <laughs> you should have you should have listened to me everybody bust out laughing and I didn't know I'm the only one in the room that did not know that like, yeah. did, like was literally like trying to figure that out oh, gosh. I feel like everybody knew about sex but me at that yeah. time and I wasn't the youngest. Yeah. So people knew. Oh gosh. But man, nah, fam. You gotta you gotta wear the proper size, fella. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> Stop lying to yourself. My God. Oh man. But yeah, in high school, it was definitely the baggy clothes era for me. Um, but then like I said, the the polo era was like my senior year, but before that, did you guys wear American Eagle? Nah, man, we was cool. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> nah, I, nah, none of my friends really wore American Eagle. That's like some that. great polos. I'm trying to really figure out what what was the style before the polo area. I think we went from polo to up. Like I, was, I think we missed that. Yeah, whole I guess American like the YT and Jabot era. Nah, heck no. Nah. Oh, that must have been an Atlanta thing. Yeah, you guys have Jabot's in Houston. No, 
Dang, that was an Atlanta thing. Yeah, it huh? was. Um, but I mean, yeah, we wore a lot of forces. I mean, obviously J's. Yeah. Uh, you wear the T's? You have a T era, like long T's. Bro, nah. Atlanta, we had a long T era. No, I mean, like yeah, six like, X white T's and blue yeah, yeah, tees yeah, yeah. And... I, yeah, I think that was a cultural thing. I mean, a cultural thing. Oh, okay. You know, yep, in my white. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, we, yeah. I mean, that's why I was wearing uniforms. Oh yeah, so that's yeah, probably so. Like I said, I got to high school two thousand eight, so yeah. white T was two thousand four. Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I miss all of that, but I mean, I was trying to have style, man, but I just didn't have any, like, yeah. It, it it was and it, looking back at some of these pictures that's on my Facebook. I wish I could show y'all. Uh, I look like a complete headass. Um, it is just not. It's just not work. So like, what do you feel like now as far as like streetwear? That's something that you have to have essentially that brings the best out of outfits. Me. Do, 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 do. I because you really yeah. I mean, you're not like. Khalil that Rock Express. Yeah. <laughs> Khalil Love Express. I know I'm expensive. I bought a shirt from Express. Seventy dollars for a dress shirt. A dress like a dress, like a full dress shirt, like button up yeah. dress shirt. White dress shirt. Seventy? Yeah. It's the best fitted dress shirt. You know what pissed me off though? What? I bought that same shirt on sale two weeks ago, but I bought the wrong size. That sucks, man. You didn't try it on? I tried it on and for some reason I tr- remember trying it on in the store. I remember her telling me this was a size and everything was perfect. But then I remember thinking, I'm like, hold on. This can't be, like, things weren't adding up. I went home. I tried it on. It just didn't look the way I thought it was supposed to look. Yeah. Then I went back, returned it. I didn't exchange it that day. I just returned it. And then I, and then I needed a white shirt really badly for, you know, my, one of my photo shoots. And then I bought it. And I was like, oh, I bought the wrong size. Um, for me, I think the sleeper for guys is shoes that are not sneakers. 100%. Like, if I've heard things about Chelsea boots going out now because everybody's wearing them. Uh, you th- you're talking about the Chelsea boots that have, like, the smooth, like, sole... It, like edge to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've heard things about that. I'm not too big on that. I still like Chelsea's. I still think I'm they're not still too in. big on Chelsea boots, yeah. me personally. But I think shoes that are not, um, like shoes, like shoes that are not sneakers. And on top of it, what I've also learned is creating dynamic like contrast in your outfit without trying too hard mm-hmm. because what the sneaker guys do is they do too much matching yeah like they'll have like a a green and red shoe with that jacket and that's kind of cool ish yeah yeah right but then someone who's aggressive obviously green and red he probably would just they would just do all red yeah you know what i mean all red like sneaker that's yeah. not like a traditional kind of like 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 Something that's just not super basic. Yeah. You know, or something that I recently saw, like, instead of doing all black, to all black and a brown. You know like what I mean? Brown shoe? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so to me, that's a, one thing is a shoe. I started recently doing that. And then, for me, it's the clothes and how it fits your body. Very important. I think a lot of people um, don't understand how their body and how the clothes fit and what looks good for them. And that's when I recently got put on getting stuff tailored because I learned you can get everything tailored. Mm-hmm. And so there's certain things like, for example, like you, because you have, you know, the freaking linebacker thighs, you have to buy bigger pants. But by bigger, by getting bigger pants, I feel like the the leg of your pants are sometimes too wide. Oh, you know, they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, so the challenge for you is to be able to get get that tailored to fit your body. 100%. So the other thing with me is like, f- interesting fact was like, when I was in, um, I was a hundred, I'm going to do a picture in March, let people know the difference between when I was younger and I was older. Yeah. But when I was younger, I was like 120 pounds. I probably, pants, I wore the same pants, even though it was the baggy pants era, yeah. so it was probably bigger anyway. But I wore a size 32 pants, 
like 120, 130 pounds. Now I'm like 195, 198, and kind of in that era, I still wear size 32 pants. Yeah. So what happens is it's like my waist is really small, you know, but other parts of my body is not as small as my waist. So my a lot of times my pants look really weird. Like I got I got to show you guys to, to to be able to understand it. So like because the pants are bigger, the waist is smaller, like it kind of like scrunches. The pants scrunch in the back. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Because it doesn't like it's just like if you like could take the waist out, yeah. you can see it'd be like it'd be like all this like extra stuff. Yeah. And so getting it tailored is another thing. Like having like stuff that fits you uniquely, that's like a game changer. What about you? 100%. I think um every I think every shoe in every situation depends on where you're going. Um Definitely, if you're trying to pop out somewhere um, and impress people and look good, anything but a sneaker works, you know. And I have one essential shoe that always works. <laughs> like when I wear my clothes, I, they don't even make the Levi's those Levi's no more. It's like a Levi boot with like a brown gum at the bottom. It, they're brown gum, um, black like almost kind of like Converse like boots. So they're not they're not Chelsea like dress shoes boots. You know, so I can wear them to the club, and but then they're also like, um, they're like kind of like utility boots in a sense. Like I can wear them anywhere and be just fine mm-hmm. because it's, I've been trying to look for a similar shoe like that in brown, uh, but they all look really dressy. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's like a only for special occasion events. I know kind what you're thing. talking about. Um, so definitely that I realized for. Um, uh, for me, like you said, like the pants was, like I do have to wear a, like a 36 waist, even mm-hmm. though I'm probably naturally a 34, because my thighs are big. And then the length is really no, there's no 36, 31. Duh, yeah, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. So it's either, it's either 30 or 32. 30 is way too short. Yeah. 32 is a little bit too long. Oh, I thought you said wrap it up then. I'm about to say, all right, what's well, your amigos? Um, so, and then I, I, once I realized that, I was like, yeah, like Fee said, it's best to get that tailored. Um, and then what I found out about me as I got older and I realized that I got, the more I older I got, the bigger my shoulders got. I don't know why they grow each year just like I do. So, shoulders, my shoulders are huge and then my chest is big. So, I'm like really like big at the top of my body. And then my waist come really slim. Like a triangle. I'm a, a upside down triangle. Yeah, I'm a head ass. Girls like that, though. I hate that. Girls do like it, but I cannot stand my body. I don't know why they like it. I'm big bone, you look a man. <laughs> I don't like it at all. But uh, for me to kind of like have more confidence in myself and kind of hide that is I wear shirts with a long back, long length. I don't, I don't know if you noticed that, but most of my shirts... If they're normal shirts, they have a longer, they're long length because the back goes straight back all the way down. It doesn't like, it goes past my shoulders. Um, so that's something where I feel like, realize that my body needs more of that um, rather than a, a normal shirt that stop at my waist because I know for a fact my chest is big, so that's all you'll see. So it'll take up a lot of cotton, and then mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be small at the mm-hmm. bottom. So I need a longer length shirt um, to really um, make it work. And then um, any top that's kind of like different, and I think both our go-to places is Zara. I've been trying to get me sponsored by Zara mm-hmm. for the longest, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they are being strictly dickly right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a lot of essentials like a jean jacket nowadays you kind of have to have. You have to have a bomber jacket nowadays. You kind of have to have, um, what else you kind of have to have? Uh, but yeah, then you have to find like your own unique style. You know, Fees can wear some freaking Euro- European, European mm-hmm. V, mm-hmm. deep neck head ass <laughs> chest cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Just like literally the cut. <laughs> <that you're talking laughs> 
they be like, what is he doing? <laughs> he can wear like he can wear like the the fishnet shirts. That's how he's all day. That's how he's all day. He can wear that. My head ass ain't wearing that. You know, like I'm like the freaking lineman that's just like mm-hmm. wear a normal shirt with a jacket. But that's my lane. Mm-hmm. You know, so you definitely gotta find your lane. I think noticing me dressing better made me feel better. It made me a lot more confident. Uh, made me feel like you know you gonna deny me. Yeah. In front of my friends, so yeah, man. I really think the importance of dressing up, getting into fashion. Obviously, not blowing your bank account over it. That would be stupid with it, but it's definitely important, fam. Something interesting I I thought about is like, as a man, all your value is internal for the most part. Like male beauty, even though there's some very handsome men. Male beauty is not that distracting and alluring the way female beauty is. Like, how often have you seen a girl, a guy walk by and a girl, like, literally turn her head? Like, girls in flock just turn their heads. Not in flock. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, maybe a girl or two. Yeah. Like, like the, the, Unless he's famous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, like, for the most part, like, I've seen good-looking guys and walk by and girls just... They, like, it doesn't move their heads. Yeah. Maybe girls not conspicuous. I mean, yeah, as you know, you know, obvious, whatever. But you, you and I know. But fine girl walks by, we know heads are moving. So it's like feminine beauty, in my opinion, is so outside. Yeah. Like a girl's value, no disrespect, no effect, no offense. In my opinion, most of her values is external, in the eyes of most men. So, initially. Yeah, initially. <laughs> So like uh, so like most guys will see her being really beautiful and be like oh that she's valuable like whether she's if she's in the gym yeah. if she's freaking at the grocery store pumping gas dressing up you look good you look good you look good period but yeah. for guys a lot of your value is internal yeah I'm Chris I host this podcast I'm Chris I'm a I'm a you know business owner you know yeah, yeah. I'm this like it's so much internal stuff that just just meeting you. You can't tell. Oh, you're this rapper. Oh, you're this actual published author. Like, they can't see your value. Yeah. So what the clothes does for men, it shows your value, in my opinion. So it kind of puts you on an even playing field with women. Yeah. Because you and I both know, if you're suited, like, in a nice suit, you come in a room, girls are going to notice you. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh, who is he? Yeah, what does he do? Exactly. Yeah. And so it's like, not just for girls, even for business-wise in life. Like, if you've ever been to the store, you see a guy walk in the store with a suit, you naturally think, oh, this dude probably making money. So especially if it's a nice custom suit, right? Yeah. So it's like, as a guy, what the, what the fashion thing has taught me is that it's your avatar. Yeah. It's how the world is going to perceive and initially value you. Yeah. As cute as you think you are, as nice eyes and great hair and smile, whatever. I'm like, you're not a woman. Yeah. That's not gonna give you much, you know, outside of the select 0.1% of super gorgeous men. Yeah. Um, and so that's one thing as I've taken the fashion thing to another level, I've realized the importance of it. No, 100%. I agree with you yeah. because, you know, when I'm in uh, in Indy, I wear a lot of just, like, I wear, like, hoodies and, like, work pants yeah. and, like, work boots. And yeah. I walk around like that. And um, it's not as me heads turning. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, one, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, So definitely, like, like, what you're wearing tells a lot to people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, even... Even uh, one guy gave us gave me great advice when we was in the section. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Man, listen. Anytime you have a suit on in the club, you automatically respect it. Yeah, you automatically are somebody. You automatically people that'll take you know value to mm-hmm. because you have on a suit. Yeah. You care about the way you look. Care about the way you present yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you you look good. Mm-hmm. So people are not going to question you. Yeah. So if we're in a section." and we're not supposed to be in this section, they're not going to look at us because we got, you know, because we have our suits on. Yeah. be different. We got, you know, freaking gold chains and yeah, yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah. of random yeah. stuff. 
and you know we just looking like we not supposed to belong there. But mm. if you are in a suit, you can fit in anywhere. Yeah, that's a good point. And I was like, man, gave me a lot of game because. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember you. I mean, you remember that night when they was kicking that one section out, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, did yeah, not yeah. kick us the, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we had no business being <laughs> in that section. I don't even yeah. know how we got through. Yeah. Even the bell, like the the guard wasn't even like they. they we literally walked past them, yeah. and he, he looked at us. Yeah. Saw what we was wearing, or just initially yeah. judged us. It's like, oh, they belong up here, and we kept it pushing. Yeah. No, it's funny. I actually did a little test where I like saw. How many girls I was successful with without a suit versus with a suit? Uh-huh. Without a suit, I was one for ten. Holy no, 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 no. I wasn't it was one for ten. Well, I didn't talk to that many girls without a suit. It was one for six. And with a suit, I was like eighteen for like twenty-five. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, Boy, bro, so <laughs> way too much confidence. You know what I mean? So it was like. So like like you like you pointed out like even the way people treat you is not even just about wearing suits for women for yourself. Yeah. You said you feel a little bit better about yourself. Um I remember somebody once Zulu once said like when you get a fresh haircut you feel like you can run for president. You know yeah. like it's just a confidence of taking care of yourself. And and that's and that's the thing even with you. I remember I used to tell you all the time like the hard part is when you as a man are like, I want this certain woman or I want this certain job, but I want to hide all my talents. I want you to like me for me. Yeah. No, you don't do that with other thing. people. Yeah. They're not going to do it for you. So, like, if it's from a job, you can't say, I'm going to dress like anyhow and go to this job interview. They're going to like me because I'm just talented. Nah, buddy, you got to fit the part as well. Yeah. And so, um, so, yeah, man, I think... Taking care of yourself is extremely important. Taking that responsibility and learning. That's the one thing. I feel like I've learned and I've grown. And uh, I feel like a lot of people are not learning, though. Mm. And that's the hard part because, like, like last week's episode when it was talking about, like, the guy is the weakest link. You're as strong as your weakest link. It's yeah. true. Yeah. The no, girls, will, girls will scan the group. Uh, people scan the group, and whoever's a duck, oh, that they're that they're him. Yep. My whole outfit down yep. the drain. Yep. Hundred percent, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, shoot, we we had tried to go out to places, and people had to go home and try. <laughs> it you cannot you cannot come out with us dressed yeah. like that. Yeah. Um. You know, and I think, yeah, I think it's a, it's a it's like you said, you have you are who you surround yourself to be. And we should all exceed, well, not exceed, but push ourselves to be, you know, the best possible way we can be, obviously, without being head asses um, to our friends, you know. Um, But, yeah, man, yeah, so that's what I kind of just wanted to do, just to highlight the importance of, like, you know, our growth um, fashion-wise and why it's important to us now and just open up to some of these uh, younger cats or yeah. older cats that want to uh, start dressing better and presenting themselves. Top three fashion don'ts by Chris Below. Top three fashion don'ts. Um, don't wear anything that doesn't fit, especially if it's too tight. Um, for sure. Um, number two is if you're if you're trying to be more masculine, do not wear bright colors. Mm-hmm. Dark colors work. Um, so don't wear super bright colors a lot. Don't have a lot of that in your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, number three is, um, don't wear something that you're not comfortable and confident in. Mm, that's great. That's a great point. Because what a lot of people will do is that they'll see somebody else wear something and then they'll try it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm learning that. Like, I literally, there was this picture that I saw this one guy take. And I was like, bro, I look so amazing with that. Yeah. I wore it. it yeah. And some style does not work Watch for certain man. people. It just doesn't. Look, it's good. Yeah, body body types, head shapes. Like, for me, I can't wear hats. Like, if I shave up my head, a hat would not look good on me because my <laughs> head is small. I'll be 100% honest. Beanies yeah. don't look good on me. 
Only thing that looked good on my head is like straw hats. Yeah. And then like uh, visors. Yeah. Because I have hair now. Nah, man. Nah, man. If you have any questions, um, I think I have some people that are more experts in fashion. I have to find that person. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, we'll point you in the right direction. Yes, indeed, guys. Thank you so much for your support. As always, continue to reach out to us. Let us know what you think. If you have some questions, we'd love to help you out. My name is Afiz. Chris, the start of the show, baby. And have a great day. Woo!